Hello, everybody. Welcome to our second episode of Tiger Talks. I'm Brody. I'm Sahara, and today we're joined by Iowa Valley principal and girls varsity basketball coach, Mrs. Behrens. Good morning. Good morning. <laughs> so, uh, we'll just get right into it. Mrs. Behrens, uh, not everyone may know, but you went to Iowa Valley in high school, right? I did. I I graduated just a couple years ago. <laughs> just, a, um, just a few. Yep, in 1983, and uh, after I graduated, I, I left for a while. So what what you brought you back here? Um, well, you know, life throws you curves, and um, I, I graduated from college. I did a couple, went to a couple other places and taught. Um, I was married, and uh, I lost my husband in 2012 uh, while I was living in Salem, Illinois. Um, at that time, I had two sophomore daughters and a freshman in college, and uh, we had been in Salem for a number of years. And we had had an intention of getting closer back to home. Um, And then when that happened and my girls had gone on to college, uh, I didn't really have family there. And so I decided I was going to make a change. I didn't know where. Um, And for whatever reason, somebody was looking out for me in Iowa Valley um, presented itself. Um, I met Steve Behrens um, back here through my brother. (laughs) And... (laughs) It's history. I'm back. Uh, it was the best, yeah. best thing that could have ever happened to me at that time. Yeah, well, it's good to have you back because you've done a lot for our school. Yeah, a bunch for our school. Well, you know, uh, I got my master's in 2005 with no intention of using it. I just basically did it uh, when I was in Illinois because I was going to advance across the pay scale. Um, my superintendent there had always encouraged me to go into administration, and I was like, no, I, I don't want to remove myself from a classroom. I, I love being around the kids. And that school was a little bit bigger, um, and I would have had to have done that. And so when I landed here, um, of course, I got thrown into the biology yeah. aspect of things, which was not in my um, – you know, I'd been a PE teacher for 21 years, so that was really – I was like a fish out of water. <laughs> and I spent – the two years there and I loved it and and I worked hard at it um fortunately my three daughters all had gone into the sciences so I was calling them constantly <laughs> like, am I am I right here like and you know they were trying to tell me like mom you're teaching freshmen you're gonna be fine it's like no no like these freshmen like they get it and they're gonna know if I'm if I don't know what I'm talking about and but at the same time I knew that when that that time ran out on, on that license I wasn't gonna go back to school and get more biology credits you know I wasn't going to do that that was a lateral move for me in my career um Mr. Creeman and Mr. Mrs. Jones were the administrators at that time and Mr. Creeman had talked to me a number of times about he was looking for a superintendent's position they knew I had my admin and he encouraged me um to apply when he got ready to leave and so I was like okay I'm gonna do it and um it is the best thing I've ever done. Like, I cannot say that there's been a day that I have not loved since I've taken over as an administrator at Iowa Valley. And I still feel like I get to be a part of the students here because of the size of the school. And that is very important to me. How kind of, like, was that change from teaching classes to being a principal? Um, you know, it really, I, I think because of all the years of experience that I had, and then the fact that I spent two years here where I could observe and I got to know everybody, but yet I wasn't here long enough to get into a rut or mm-hmm. feel like 
you couldn't you, you could just see that there was change to be made that was going to be positive um i knew that this faculty was phenomenal um that they they were willing to do stuff for the kids um so it it wasn't as scary as i think it would have been if i'd have just gone somewhere where i didn't know anything yeah um and knowing this was home um and even though you've been gone for a long time you still you still know the history and i knew the traditions from way back when and i had seen how some of those had gone away and how we were going to bring those back um that that was that was comforting i guess to me mm-hmm. yeah so what what is your favorite part about being principal here um i every day you know i I, I, I'm always looking for new things to try to do. Um, doesn't mean that they're all great. Um, <laughs> but I, I think that you're always looking to try and make things better for the kids, you know, um, getting to, getting to know kids, all the kids, um, not just in a classroom, but you know, I, I like walking around in the lunchroom. I like being at games. I, I, I enjoy, you know, just, just having that opportunity to see them in all aspects of their lives. Um, and, you know, it's not just the discipline part of it. Um, there are so many conversations that I get to have with kids that go beyond that and, and just thinking that you can make a difference in, in some way, um, however that is. I yeah. feel like with you as principal, like no idea is like too crazy of an idea. Like this class, like you're the Definitely. reason this class is here because – you just like are so motivated i feel like just to make our school a better place well i pretty thank you uh <laughs> you know i just there's just so many things here to 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 shout out about mm-hmm. and you know the sky's the limit you you can't i i refuse to let people say well this small school they don't have the opportunities we have the opportunities and you know if if somebody comes to me and and, and i think it's a great idea or even if i don't um if it's something they are passionate about I am, I'm going to do whatever I, I can. Um, you know, sometimes you, you meet a, a roadblock, um, but there's also ways to, to detour. Um, this was on my back burner from the day I got here. Uh, you know, the biggest thing, it wasn't met with resistance. It was how are we going to fit it into the schedule? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, because with our English teachers and so many electives, it was how are we going to do it? Um, and then... You know, Mr. Silvers and I had had a number of conversations about it. Um, we threw it out there. And then to have the Bishop Scholarship Fund come in, mm-hmm. that, that was just fate yeah. um, for that to happen. You know, um, it couldn't happen at a better time. So, like I said, sometimes things work out because they're supposed to. And this is this is a I, I just smile every time I see something <laughs> from this class, yeah. you know, take place. Yeah. Definitely. We always have, I always have people like, sometimes even from other schools, just like complimenting us. Like, I love these videos that you make, like the, our last podcast, like that was a big thing. Everyone loved that. And I was, it's just fun to have something like that here, you know? Yeah, it is. Definitely. And, you know, I think doing things like this, people get to see another side of, of us. Yeah. You know, than um, just that business type or the coaching aspect. Like we have a, a lot that has happened in our lives that, that make us who we are mm-hmm. as, as professionals. And you, you know, I, I always have to hold back every once in a while when you get that, oh, they, 
that teacher doesn't like kids or that te- it's like no way man yeah. like <laughs> people don't go into education yeah. without loving mm-hmm. kids and what you can do for kids so um we there's something that is is in a teacher that that just makes them special in my opinion yeah. our i feel the teachers at our school they just they do a lot i don't know if i would any other teacher any teacher i would not trade because our school I it's just, pretty great i just i love it i here. would not even want to go anywhere else i'm not just saying this just because you're sitting there but like <laughs> i've thought about this like a lot i would not want to go to any other school because every day is just fun at school and, and you know you you make it what you want mm-hmm. you know and you hear me say that every day you 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 make it a great day or not really the choice is yours yeah um you know you, you could come in uh, obviously you can tell i'm, I'm not feeling the greatest yeah. today but that is not gonna that's not gonna keep me from being positive and i think you know everybody has obstacles you know we we all have i i've overcome several obstacles in my life but you can you can choose to hate everything about every day or you can choose to say you know, this is this is a day that I'm I'm gonna find something positive in it. I'm gonna I'm gonna I can. There's not a day that I don't go out of here that there's not something that has made me laugh or smile. And you can choose not to do that, but you are totally in control of. You know, if I see a kid having a bad day, or I can cheer him up and make him laugh, I'm gonna try to do that. And it, it's just I, I'm with you. I, I think that it, there's no faculty here that I've ever asked to do something that has been like. I'm not doing that yeah they are so giving and so willing and that's what makes it fun in mm-hmm. my opinion definitely so middle almost a little bit past the middle of basketball season what are we how are you feeling about that well we're nine and three yeah hey, um, that's pretty good it is good and you know we've got a, a group of kids um that just come in we of course most people know this is like I've been coaching for 100 years, mm-hmm. I guess 30, <laughs> 35. Sometimes it feels like 100. Um, and I've, I've had the privilege of coaching Division One athletes. I've had the privilege of coaching kids that just played basketball and that was the end of their career, junior college, you name it. Um, I've had athletes that can go out and, you know, knock down 40 points a game. And I've had years where I have a team that I'm not sure how they're going to score. <laughs> um, so I've had every single thing thrown at me. And this group of kids is no different. You know, they come in every day. We don't have that one kid that's going to knock down. I, I, I never know. One night it might be somebody's going to knock down 20. Some night we're going to hit seven threes. And the next night we're not going to hit any. It, it's it's a, a flip of a coin. Mm-hmm. But one thing I always know with this group of kids is they're going to come out and they're going to give you 110%, and they're never going to stop. And even on their worst nights, you know, the three games that we've lost, we've lost in different styles. You know, we, we played English Valley, and we beat ourselves at 40 turnovers. I mean, that <laughs> – how we were even in the game, I don't know. Um, but we were. We had a chance to win. But it wasn't like we went out and said, hey, we're just going to turn the ball over tonight. Yeah. You know, yeah. they were still working their tail off. It's just one of those nights. Um, Bell Plain, we had a really cold shooting night. Um, and then we go up against Mount Vernon or Montezuma, and we we handled the, we had the lowest turnovers we've had all year of seven turnovers. Yeah. And we played a phenomenal game that way. Defensively, I couldn't have asked them to do anything. It's exactly what I asked them to do. But we couldn't throw the ball in the ocean that yeah. night you know we yeah. were five of 22 from the free throw line <laughs> it wasn't like the kids walked up there and said i'm gonna miss this free throw yeah you know i don't i don't care yeah we practiced free throws and that night they just weren't gonna go in you know um 
And, and it, they take that to heart. But they came in the next day and they got right back after it. Um, and we just got a bunch of blue collar kids that aren't afraid to go out and work. And they're not they're never going to quit on you. Um, we've had a number of come from behind wins this year. So I always know they're going to play till the end mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. we'll see what happens. And, uh, you know, we'll head to Sigurdy tonight and, and, and see what happens. And if we're ready to go, good <laughs> things are going to happen. Hopefully, hopefully get that W. <laughs> Kriegel also had one question for you. No, oh, I'm curious. Oh, he had one. <laughs> it was, I believe it was something about who do you think on the team would get the most fouls? Like if there was no <laughs> foul, like five year out, who do you think would it be? Oh, if you let Maddie Shay just <laughs> <laughs> go out there, she would probably rack them up. Yeah, that's she what he would. was thinking. She, she's pretty feisty, <laughs> but she's she's a hard worker. Yep. I feel like uh, a lot of our, I don't know, I guess I don't go to the practices, but our basketball girls, they put in a lot of hours. They, they do. Are. They do. You know, they, um, they they put in a lot of hours. They they work hard. Um we have to do a lot of stuff at six o'clock in the morning, just based off of the fact that our, our, um, our coaching staff, that our schedule just isn't, you know, it doesn't, uh, it doesn't jive with after school much. Yeah. And, um, my days are long, you know, as far as that goes. And I, I can't ever guarantee, you know, I can start right away after school. Um, coach young, she's at the city. So her, her work schedule kind of interferes. And then Riley Bradley is at the hospital. So, mm-hmm. You know, and then we've got a, a bunch of girls that are just involved in a number of activities. They're involved in speech. They're involved in drama. We've got some in color guard. You know, they're they're just always busy. And uh, a lot of them go to up to Leanne School of Dance. So on Wednesdays, you know, we're totally locked on six in the morning. But they never complain. Yeah. yeah. You know, they just they just do it. Like that's what's going to work for us, and that's what we're going to do. And um, as a coach, you're lucky. Yeah. that you know at our school i feel like that's that's one of the best things at our school you can be in everything and yeah. it, we, we make it like the coaches they make it work for everyone to be involved as much as they can which mm-hmm. i really like that yeah absolutely and you have to you know you have to be willing to you want your kids to be involved in everything you, there's got to be give and take you know it, it just is what it is and and um and we've got a lot of great kids and you know that's where somebody who chooses not to come here it's unfortunate because we do work as a team mm-hmm. and um, definitely it, it works for everybody. Uh, so, so you do do a lot for our school. So what is like your motivation there? Yeah. Like what kind of gets you pumped up in the morning? Cause you're always so joyful on the announcements. Yeah, <laughs> <every morning. laughs> um, I don't know. I, you know, I just think that I was, I was, always, I was raised that way. Um, you know, you, you can't sit around and, um, and think about the negative. Uh, you can't, you can't come in and and make a decision to be, um, grumpy. This isn't a position that, you know, I know there's people, you know, you, you see old movies and stuff and the principal's this grumpy old person, (laughs) you know, whatever. That is so like not characteristic of an administrator in my opinion. Um, I couldn't do my job if that's, that's how I was going to be. Um, but my, you know, my mom never let me make excuses. Um, growing up, you know, I, I was expected to do things. I was expected to give a hundred percent effort. I wasn't expected to be perfect. Um, and I can assure you, if you had my mother on here, she'd, she'd probably <laughs> share a few things that I don't need for anybody to know. Um, 
as a parent, um, I held my kids accountable. Uh, they made their mistakes. They, they owned up to their mistakes. But um, again, I go back to like, we, we lost um, my husband, my, my daughter's father. Um, and, you know, we had at that point in our lives, we could have said, you know, woe is me and this isn't fair and, and life is, is terrible and, you know, we shouldn't. And I, I just couldn't allow my kids to, to do that. Um, as a coach, I don't let my players make excuses. And so that was kind of the approach that I took. You know, it was like, you're right. Life is not fair. Life punches you in the gut. Um, and sometimes it punches hard. And so you have to decide, like, um, my approach is, you know, we had him, you know, the twins had him for 16 years. Riley had him for 19 years and, and I had him for 22 and a half years. We were grateful for that. There are so many people that don't get that. So you have the opportunity, you, you have to decide how you're going to approach that. Um, a lot of people don't know Sydney, which if you were in my biology class, you do know Sydney. <laughs> yep, uh, one of my daughters had uh, cancer when she was a baby and she lost her, her right eye. And, um, you know, we never let her use that as an excuse uh, that she, she could fall on that. It was like, no, nope, you know, it, you're, you're here, you're alive. Um, we're not, we're not going to let you do that. Uh, she had to overcome, you know, every occasionally people would make fun or, you know, because it, it did look different on days and, um, that was hard, but that is, is life. It was a lesson on how do you, how do you overcome that? Do you, you know, do you crawl in a shell? Do you go feel sorry for yourself? Um, does mom go to bat for you? No, that that's not, that's not going to get it done. And, you know, they, she's overcome a lot. Um, she's seen a lot. Um, and so, that's what motivates me is that you don't just there's there's no excuses you can make all the excuses in the world but what i come in every day is like what what can i do that's going to be positive when i walk out the door did i give everything i could give on that particular day mm -hmm. and it works yeah it does I feel like motivation in basketball for you like in the summer you guys are always doing stuff and i feel like without a coach like you none of them would even have any motivation to do that. Like you guys go to tournaments in the summer. We, we do, you know, and <laughs> I'll tell you, uh, I think, you know, one of the things that, and we have a lot of really devoted coaches in this building. And if there was an advice that I could give to the kids is that, you know, the coaches ask a lot of you, but when they're asking that of all of you, they're also sacrificing too. Mm -hmm. And you all as kids need to remember, like they're not, they're taking away from their family and their free time. And at, at a point in their life where they could just be saying, my summer's off, I can do whatever I want. Yeah. You know, I'm an adult, I've done all that. We have coaches that are, are so committed. And even though that takes a lot of our time, I thoroughly enjoy that. You know, my... <laughs> My husband says, do you ever like not work? <laughs> and it's just like, but yeah, I, I don't, I guess I don't look at it as work. It's mm -hmm. that's, it, it is work, but it's, it's all I know. And that's all our coaches here know. Like they just know, like give, give, give. And, you know, as 
as teenagers, sometimes I think it's easy to forget or to even take a step back and look at what all your coaches do. Definitely. Um, Definitely. Especially at our school, like in the summer, everyone, there's always people in the gym in the mornings or like the Wednesday morning, what do we call those? Wednesday morning work like workouts yeah or? everyone oh, we're down the track. at the track yeah. everyone's there like it's not just like you know some people can make excuses and stuff but it's like everyone's in it together you know everyone is at the track on Wednesday mornings or at any morning there's always someone in the gym yeah, oh, yeah. someone's yeah. always doing something it's yeah. a busy place it is definitely is so I guess our place Iowa Valley do you have any uh changes or that you like that you want to make or in the like- making or well, I'll tell you what, um, there's a lot of things I, I wish that we could do. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, money money plays into a lot of it. Um, I, you know, with the addition of Mr. Reingens, uh to our staff, he's he's got a vision um, that matches mine um, on things that we can do. Um, this this is a, a great building. I, I, if somebody asked me, don't you wish you could have a new school? My answer is no. I don't want a new school. I just, I, this is a beautiful old building with a ton of tradition, mm-hmm. but it needs to be updated. It, it needs to, 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 to do that. And he, he agrees with that. Um, and it's going to take some work, but you, you've seen the changes that we've made and that, that I think the kids take pride in. And, um, and, and is it a slow process? Yeah, we can't do it overnight, but y- I think you all know that we're gonna, we're, mm-hmm. we're gonna get it done. And, you know, of course, it's a bummer when you don't get it done before you leave and you walk in. It's like, well, why didn't you know? I'm listening to my nephew, Garrett. <laughs> yeah. How's come you didn't do any of that when I was here? Well, you came in when <laughs> I just first got here. So whatever. Yeah. Um, but I also would tell the story when when Garrett was a sophomore and I got hired here. I didn't tell him right away that I was going to be here. Mm-hmm. And he found out and he was mad because <laughs> he's like, I don't want my aunt in my school, you know, yeah. and it's. Then by the time I was there, he was okay with it. But um, <laughs> he would be like, why do you tell that story? <laughs> he was a brat. Um, but no, I think, you know, I think that there's a lot of things that we can do just with, with the, the looks of the building. Um, we're always looking to add new classes. Um, that, that to me has been probably the biggest factor that I'm proud of is that if a teacher has an idea, um, like you said with this, Mm-hmm. Um, we've been able to add several classes and, and opportunities for kids. Um, so if, if, if we keep working and, and, and we get some consistency in an administration, um, we're going to get to do a lot of fun things, I think. Definitely. Even like the small things, like the paintings on the walls, like just small things like that, that just make it more enjoyable. And then even like the classes, like my brothers, they were in high school in like 2013, 2014. They always say like, oh, I did not have that in high school. You guys are so lucky. <laughs> it's our, it's honestly just like our, our principal. Yeah. Like the changes you made, like with the trick or treat with trick or treat with the tigers like yeah. that's huge like the community loves it yeah and isn't like, that fun it is it is, it fun. is fun decorating and all like, the kids come through it's awesome and the winter wonderland and stuff yeah. like everything like, when we get to decorate the whole school like even if there wasn't like an event just decorating the school for holidays are so fun like, it yeah. is isn't it it just yeah. it just gives you a little bit of a boost and um it, i think that's important i think that's important to the culture of your school um, school isn't supposed to be drab. It's not supposed to be boring. It mm-hmm. is supposed to be fun. And when I went through here, um, you know, I, I have a picture of the when I walked across the stage and 
um, I was just sobbing like, you know, a child. Um, <laughs> Because I didn't want my high school days to end. I, I loved every second that I was here. Don't get me wrong. I had my moments where I had, you know, the the girl fights and or I got in trouble or I was a little mouthy in a class and I got in trouble and my mother, I was, you know, was there to meet me at the door when I got <laughs> home. Um, but I wouldn't, if I had to go back and do it all over again, I would do it and, and with no regrets. Um, so that that is ultimately the experience I want our kids to have like if you could come back would you come back mm -hmm. you know um i will ask all of you as seniors and, and miss teeson and i have always said as seniors give us your feedback if you could change something or what is it that you really liked um we we need to know that i i, I want to know that i i can't make things better if you don't talk to me and that's that is absolutely i i stand behind that um I can't fix everything, but I'll try. I'll try as hard as I can, and I, I think that people know that. Yeah. I definitely think that's huge that you, like, talk to the kids and ask what they want. Like, yeah. it makes it so much more enjoyable when you ask, and then, like, we get something cool, like the painting on the walls. Mm -hmm. Like, that's just something neat and yeah. cool that I like seeing every day. You know, and I – people – the. I I grab a brush. You know, <laughs> it, it, the first year, I, I think I painted – this. Uh, Tiffany Peterson and I did all those stripes that first year. Yeah. And, you know, it's like I, I don't ask people to do anything that I wouldn't be willing to do. You know, nothing. I don't feel like there's anything that I'm too good to do. I doesn't bother me to pick up a mop and mop someplace on the floor. I wipe lunch tables. I sweep the lunchroom floor. That's not above me. I'm just a, a person just like you are. Um, and so that, you know, I think I... I try to represent myself that way, um, and and I th I think that that makes you human. Yeah, and that's important. Definitely. Like, going back to like the decorating hallways and stuff, like I, just like the small things that we do at our school, like when all the Christmas lights are up and like the main lights are off, but the like Christmas lights are on, like even during Halloween or Christmas, like just like the feeling you get, and everybody's just like looking at it, and <laughs> I just want to take pictures of it all the time because I want to, like. I want everyone to see that how cool our school is and yeah. like or like homecoming like my freshman year versus now like how it was this year it's just we've done so much more like especially with like student council and stuff vice president and president yeah <laughs> Definitely. but like anything we ask it's we we can make it happen and that's yeah. all you have to do you know is ask and and not be afraid there's there's nothing to be afraid of um you know if if it's if it's a a reasonable request and it's doable you know let's, let's talk about senior lounge mm -hmm. definitely you know I was I, happy about i've that never one. heard like, of you know? anyone else having that but i think that's just so cool at our school and it's yeah. like how you know this this room was where we originally started and 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 it we had to occupy it differently and then COVID interfered and then it was like here what what is the solution like what what can we have you know we sat down and we decided that together and that that i think was probably a, a huge it, it was a the way the senior class handled that um was so mature it's like mrs barons what can we do and 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 i i did have a thought you know yeah. but that thought means nothing if it's just mrs barons in here moving i mean because that was it a chore. was it was a lot of stuff it took us it took you know us a couple hours to move all that to do all that and we we had to shift three or four different places to yeah. get to make that happen but when i said 
this is my proposal and this is what I think we could do, but it's on you guys to come in and make it happen. And I pull in that Sunday and I'm like, okay, if it's, there's three or four kids here, this isn't going to, this isn't going to happen. And what do we have? 18, 19, there was a bunch of us, you know, and, uh, it was work, but it's, you guys have a great space, you know, and you, you take care of it. And, um, and you earn that. And so the respect goes both ways, you know, mm-hmm. and that's where, um, you know, I'll walk in there and sit down and chat with you guys every once in a while and make sure the trash is dumped. And, yeah, that's but... our one problem, the trash. <laughs> Otherwise, it's okay in there. Things like that make me excited to be a senior, but also sad because I don't want to leave. Yeah, this this year's gone by too quick. It I, is going already by already the second semester. I'm, I'm going to miss it, but I love it right now. You know, you will, and um, you you will you'll take away a ton of memories. I mean, if the walls could talk um, on some of the stuff that took place in here, I'm telling you what, man. Um, <laughs> Dr. Doherty probably could tell you a tale or two. Uh, although he's getting up there, you might not remember. <laughs> um, but you'll have a lot of memories. You have so much to look forward to. You know, you guys are going to go – on to the next thing and the next thing and and uh, life is good it, it's gonna throw you punches um, but you will you know you will remember things that coaches and teachers have told you over the years and it, it's gonna it, it'll get you through you know I, I I still laugh I I get text messages from old players um, I had one just not too long ago and she graduated from me with me in 2005 and she was taking some exercise class and you know she's a grown woman now you know she's yeah. like you we were doing this coach and she said this instructor's yelling doing this and she's like in the back of my mind I kept thinking man that's coach Holst over there saying don't you stop you know better she goes Nate just got me through because I could just hear you on that track yelling at me on that 200 Uh and I was like see you know I wasn't just being mean to you I knew exactly (laughs) coaches have a special place in players lives because like even I know like at wrestling practice like Kriegel always has these speeches and like I think about him a lot and I feel like it's gonna like stuff like that I'll just have for the rest of my life 100% and they are absolutely um spot on you know like the experiences that we have had you know and I I know I've talked about it in in there is you know what what you know and what you don't know but when we lost Scott um it was right before Christmas and we were, he was my assistant basketball coach. And so we were in the middle of our season. And um, in Illinois, we always played a, a Christmas tournament and it, it took place right after Christmas. Well, he was killed on uh, December 20th. And so here you are, you know, right before Christmas and you got two 16 year olds and in, in, uh, freshmen in college. And then you've got your whole team of daughters, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. and it's like, oh, wow. You know, and your whole world is, is just rocked. And at the same time, it's like, you gotta, you gotta think about the holiday. And so we, we were trying to get everything done. Not that we were trying to rush, but I did not want my children to have to equate New Year, Christmas Eve and Christmas day with the death of their father. Mm-hmm. So we were doing all that. And then we have this tournament that is supposed to happen right after Christmas. And, you know, my athletic director says, Hey, we'll cancel. You know, we are not going to make you go to that. You know, everybody will totally understand and my daughters played for me. They were sophomores. And um, I said, you know, I, I can't wrap my head around it right now. I said, I need to, you know, I just need to talk to the girls. And I said to the girls, I said, you know, Coach, Coach Stewart says we, we don't have to play. 
And the twins, Sydney and Sh- they looked at me and their eyes were just huge. And they said, Mom, Dad would be so mad if you did that. You've never allowed us to quit on anything. You know, you preach and preach to our team. You don't quit. You don't throw in the towel. You know, we have to play. <clears throat> and I'm like, okay, you know, you're right. I, I always have preached that to every kid that's ever played for me and you're right we're not gonna we're not gonna bail out and we're not gonna upset the apple cart for this other eight teams that are in or the seven teams are in the tournament like we're you're right we're not gonna do it and I'll tell you what it was the hardest thing I ever did is to walk in that gym without him and then to go in and play that game and we always left that seat open the rest of the season but those those kids drove me because that was the one time in my life where I could have said, nope, I, you know, we're going to, we're not going to do it. And they said, nope, you've, that's all you've ever preached. And, and I, I vowed to do it and it was tough. Um, but that, that's where I'm saying like coaches, they've been through things that you can't even imagine sometimes. And that's, they know they the lessons they're teaching you are so they're so true, and you you will you will know what those are as you get into life, and you'll think back about. I remember when Coach Kriegel said this, or I remember when Coach Boland, or I remember when Coach Smith, you know, she she or he made this reference, and it's based off of all the experiences that they've had in their lives, and um, and it's only because they care and they love you just as much as they love their own. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's huge. Yeah, that player coach connection yep. is major. So, and I use that as an administrator, you know, I, I think, you know, when I deal with kids on a daily basis, you, you just sometimes assume that a teacher or an administrator or an associate or anybody has always had an easy go, but they haven't, they've had their own tough times and they can relate to some of the things that, that kids go through. And if you give them a chance, um, you'll understand that. And I and I've shared a lot of my inner self with kids over the years, and I'm. It's not something. It, it hasn't always been the rosiest road, um, but that's okay. You know, it's okay for kids to understand that and know that um, anything that I share with you is is to help you, and it's not always you know to to to, to be a Debbie Downer. Um, there's a positive that comes out of everything if you if you allow it. Yeah, Definitely. I agree. Well, we don't have much time left in yeah. class, so I guess I think that this is a pretty good episode. I think thank, so. Yeah, thank you, thank you for coming on. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Even with your cold, hey, <laughs> you, you showed up. Thank you so much. Hey, I thank you guys. You guys are doing an awesome job. This is fantastic. All right, thanks for tuning in to this week's episode. Peace out.